We're here in the Derech Hashem, trying to understand the Amkis in the Indian of Talmud Torah. Now, the general theme that we've been stressing over here is that Torah has a power to transform a human being from being a regular person to a very elevated person. This is really a Gemara, a famous Gemara which we'll probably speak about every once in a while before Shavuot, on Shavuot. It says that Rabbi Yaisi celebrated tremendously on Chag HaShavuos, and he made for himself and his family, or whoever was invited to his table, what we call Eglatilta. It's a machlekes in the Mepharshim, what Eglatilta is exactly. It's either the third child to its mother, the Egel that's born, the third to the mother, or it's a three-year-old Egel, or whatever exactly Egel Atilta is, but it was a very special piece of meat, a very chosh of a piece of meat. And he would save that for the Suda for Shavuot. It means the rest of the year he didn't eat such a high-line food, you know? And then on Shavuot, he made a special party. And he said, because he loved Hayoyma Kogorim, if not for this day of Kabbalat Torah, Kama Yosef Ika Beshuka. There's many Yosefs in the street, in the marketplace. I mean, I would be a regular person. But because of this Torah, the Torah was meroiming me. It made me higher. It changed me. It developed me. So that's the idea that it says in the Gemara, that that's the power of Torah, okay? Which obviously we're going to go into much more be'in. But for now, we're just getting the basic words of the Derech Hashem, and we're going to develop the sugya in a tremendous way, and we're going to try to have our own personal avoida in Chag HaShavuot and in our Torah in general, okay? So let's go up to over here, Chelek Dalid, Perik Beis, Ois Hey, good. Ach Atenaim Atzichim Leitlavot LeTalmud Hem Hinehem Hayira BeTalmud Atzmo VeTikun HaMaisem Cholais. Meaning, don't think that Torah is an automatic magic. You learn it and magically transform. There is a condition that needs to be met that you have to do. We're going to see later in the Derech Hashem, I believe, coming up soon, it's going to bring a Chazal that says that even if a person is a bad person, but if he learns Torah, ultimately, slowly, slowly, it will change him because it will seep in a little bit. We'll learn a little bit about that soon. Exactly the conditions involved. Okay? So it says, the first condition that needs to be met is learning Torah with Yirah. Now, it's not referring to what we call general Yirah Shemayim, which a person needs to have. It's a special fear of the situation that you're in when you're learning Torah, because you have to understand that when you're learning Torah, you're encountering the Shekhinah. So a person has to feel a certain amount of fear and trepidation when he does that. Now, we're going to learn that in its more in a practical way. We don't have to have it on such a high level for us. For us, we can do it more in a practical way. That means you come into the base manager dressed like a per, like a, a person that's going to learn Torah. It's something chashuv. 
You're not joking around in the, in the shul. You're not eating, uh, you know, salami sandwiches while you're learning the Taisvis, right? So we'll try to make a practical place of Yira B'Talmud Atzmai for us. Obviously, there's many, many, many levels to this, okay? There's a level that great tzaddikim had Yira when they read the words of Torah, they realized that they're, they're dealing with holy things and spiritual things and it's, you can't make mistakes and you can't be lazy and lackadaisical in your learning. You have to be focused, yeah, right? So obviously, there's many, many madragas, but we'll try to at least get something from that, okay? The second one is called Tikkun HaMaisa B'choles. Tikkun HaMaisa B'choles means that in general, a person has to work on himself, which we're going to talk about coming up in Ezevav. And we'll also try to find a practical place for us of how to understand Tikkun HaMaisa B'choles. Okay? V'zeh. Ki hinei, says the Derech Hashem, a big yisoyed. Kol kochashel Torah, the power, the potency, the strength of Torah that gives you this hashpah, this tikkun to the Adam, and the tikkun to the Bria, right? Enoi elo It's only because Hashem implanted in the words this ability, okay? When you speak Torah, just say the words. And when you think deeply into Torah, that draws this great hashbo into yourself. But if not for the fact that Hashem is using these words as a conduit to be mashpia into your spirituality, if that wouldn't be the case, then speaking these words are only like speaking regular words. If you learn science, science is a facet of wisdom. There's a lot of wisdom there. But when you learn science, you're not becoming a better person. So if you learn Torah without the proper approach to it, although there's a lot of wisdom in Torah as well, but that wisdom will not change you. Okay? When you learn other facets of wisdom, it's only knowledge, it's information. Nothing happens to the soul of the one who's reading it. The one who speaks it, the one who thinks it. Nothing happens to the world. The world doesn't become elevated and a better place because you read science. So if you learn Torah incorrectly, then it's the same thing. The ashpa that we get from learning Torah is a spiritual ashpa. So tefillin is massive, right? No one's going to throw that tefillin. No one's going to treat it like garbage. You treat it well, right? Because you understand. This is a holy thing and it brings holiness into you. How the learning, which is way bigger, and brings way more ashbon to you. You got to deal with, handle it with care. You know, you can't play games with it. You have to be realizing that you're dealing with something great, and you have to have fear and trepidation. Because by doing this, you're going into Hashem, in front of Hashem, just like it says in Chazal, Yikarahi mepidinim. The Torah is more precious than diamonds, right? 
which means the Chazal Darshan, it's even more precious than the Kohen Gadol who goes into the Bet HaMikdash, into the Kodesh Kodashim on Yom HaKippurim, meaning the holiest man on the holiest day of the year, going into the holiest place in the world and encountering Hashem. That's very deep. When you learn Torah, you go even closer to Hashem. Even closer than the Kohen That's how powerful Torah is. And therefore, just like the Kohen, who went in front of Hashem, he was in fear. So too, when we study Torah, we're in fear. I'm going to explain a little Nakud in a second. And you're going in to draw from the light of Hashem. At that time, when you sit in front of Torah, you have to realize a human being is weak and small. And he's clapping what he's about to do. And he should become in fear of the exaltedness of Hashem. At the same time, he has to be filled with happiness. So the marshal that the Bali Musa give is, let's say, a father at a wedding takes his son and he puts him on his shoulder to dance with him. He dances with him because he doesn't want him to fall off his shoulder. That means there has to be a balance between this understanding that you're doing something that's very, very uh, important and choshev and you have to have fear, but at the same time you have to have simcha that you have the right to do it and you have the ability to grow from it and you have the ability to gain from it. So the simcha and the ra'ad has to be together. And what's included in this, you shouldn't sit bekalut rosh. So sometimes you see a guy learning, he's sitting back with his feet on another chair, like he's reading a newspaper. That's called sitting bekalus rosh. You're not reading a newspaper. You're reading the Dva Hashem. You understand? So that's why when you come to yeshiva, or mismedrish, or koil, whatever it may be, you have to come dressed appropriate for the occasion. You have to sit appropriately for the occasion. You have to be involved appropriately for the occasion. That's why your guy, you know, does his things over there. It's not... It doesn't it pass, you know, it doesn't pass means it doesn't, it's not for what you're doing. It's different. It's not your dorm room. It's not your, uh, it's not your dining room. It's not your living room. It's not your place where you hang out with your boys. You're in a base measure, you're in a sanctuary. You're, doing, you're being involved in a holy avoida. So to have some, just a little bit, you know, obviously there's levels on top of levels. But a little bit of recognition of that's what you're doing. Got it? You should not make bizoyan to the words of the Torah or to the sefarim. You see a safe on the floor, you pick it up, you kiss it, you put the chumash on top of the gemara, and everything should be in the proper order. It's a certain kavod that you give to the Torah. The yedel of nimei oimid, and you should have clarity of who you're standing in front of, of Ms. Asek, and you are, who are you toiling in Torah in front of? If you do this, then the learning will actually do what it's supposed to do for you. You'll change and the world will change. Here's the point. But if you're lacking this, number one, it won't work. The potency, the pill, 
this unbelievable pill of Torah that changes you, that makes you grow, won't work. It'll be like Dibur Choyl. It's like speaking Stam Shmuzin. And when you read it, it's like reading a letter. And thinking and learning will be just like thinking about business. Point number two. Will be a considered an Avera. You're punished for it. Because you went in front of God. You came into a holy place. You went into the Kodesh Kodoshim. Without fear and trepidation. And you have... You're acting lightheaded in front of your Creator. Right? So basically what he's saying is, we're going to try to, to build this a little bit. But what he's trying to say is like this. Hashem gives you this unreal opportunity to get to know Him, to get close to Him, to attach yourself to Him, to grow to make something out of your life, to, to reach the purpose of your creation. He gave you this tool. He gave you this unbelievable tool. But there's one tonight. You have to recognize what the tool is. You have to recognize what it does for you. You have to hop it. Again, there's levels and levels, but the basic level, the very basic level is just understand this opportunity that you have. Don't mezalzle it. The minute a person goes ahead and starts to be mezalzel in it, that means he can be in the middle of a tesis and a guy wants to tell him about the sports baseball game, that's a zilz. In the middle of Isaac, in the Torah's Hashem, I'm reading the Dvar Hashem, I'm, I'm, I'm downloading into me all the spirituality, and then you say, okay, put it on pause because I want to tell you about the baseball game. We have to try to find in the lowest level, forget about the high levels, we have to figure out the lowest level to just to recognize what it is we have the opportunity to do, what's going on, and not to be mezalzled it, and we already are able to benefit from Torah. And he says, according to the level of moira that you have, obviously, the more and more you feel that kavod to the Torah, the more and more you feel that yira from Hashem, the more and more that you approach it with trepidation, the more and more it will build you. But we, at least on the lowest, on the smallest, lowest level, if a person comes into learning and he... You know, closes a shirt, he doesn't wear a, a t-shirt, you know, he doesn't schmooze in the middle of a tesis, he doesn't eat in the middle of a tesis, he doesn't eat, you know, salami sandwiches, because I have to drink a coffee, because he's your kayak to learn, but he doesn't make a whole suit over there, you understand? There is some type of realization, I'm involved in something great, I'm such a holy, such a holy thing, a person has to try to find that level for him. Each person on their own level, but every person has to find some place where he says, this is different than my way of life. My regular hanging out with the boys, my regular, you know, reading other facets of wisdom, my hanging out in the dorm, the dining room, the living room, whatever it is, this is different. 
and each person has to grow in this area. The more and more he has to feel this is something special, something different, he's in front of Hashem. If not, if he's not going to do that, then not only will it not work for him, the Torah, but it'll be a tie on him. It's a tie on him. You gave me such a powerful tool, and then you play with it. It's like a guy has one of those, uh, you know, those, what do they call those, Morty, the sword that spins? The, what's it called, the circular sword? So you give that, it's a very important tool for, for, a, for a guy who's building, you know? Go hand it to a kid and let him spin around with that thing. The guy's going to lose his arm, right? So you have an important tool that's fixing the world, that's fixing yourself. Don't play with it. You play with it, it's going to hurt you. You understand? Don't use it, but you're going to play with it, it's going to hurt you. Got it? Now, on the bottom here, in Reb Chaim Friedlander's um, Derech Hashem, he quotes the famous Nefesh Achaim. Let's try to focus on that a second. And then we're going to talk about the Gro as well. Nefesh Achaim says, V'lezot ra'uy ha'adam, quoting a Nefesh Achaim here, Liyot le'echin atzmo kol et, person should always prepare himself, kodem sh'yatchil l'lmoy. Before you open the Gemara, you have to think. Needs a preparation. You can't just run into Seder, huffing and puffing, grabbing your Gemara and jumping to your seat. No. Chaim Velozhna says, no. You need a couple of minutes before to think. The thing about his creator, Yisbar Shemoy, first he has to put some Yirat Shemayim into himself. Let's open the Gemara. You have to have Yirat Shemayim. You have to realize what you're doing. The Gamya Kabel al Atzmo, and he has to accept upon himself, Lasis Ulekayim, he has to accept upon himself that he's going to keep what he learns. And so applies to being in the middle of Seder. There is a reshut, a permission given to a man, to stop in the middle of learning. If he feels that Yerushalayim is leaving him and learns Musa, refreshes the Yerushalayim. That's why they make Musa Seder and Yeshivas. At the end of Seder, whatever it is, in the middle of the day, why they do that? I have to learn. And Amelus Patera, you can't learn things that you don't need. Terence says, because when you start learning, even if you come in with the right mindset, but in the middle of Seder, it's my svara, it's me, you know, it's all me, 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 me. God, we forget God after a while. So you got to stop and refresh. This is God's Torah, and you have to learn with your Shemayim, and it's not a place to hang out. You're hanging out with your friends for two hours. You're getting, getting comfortable over there. No, you got to refresh. That's why I have a Muslim say for based on <coughs> Seder, based on this from Chaim Velosh. Okay? Now, there's a going that says... There's a going that says that learning Torah is like rain. It's like rain. If a person has in him Yirat Shamayim and a good approach and he wants to change, so that's like putting in a good seed into your heart. So when you learn Torah, it will make that grow. That means you have to start first with a seed. You have to put the proper seeds in there. He says if you're putting yourself... You're having yourself seeds of poison, berries, 
So when you learn Torah, you become worse. You become worse if you learn Torah. And we see this concept, if you want to bring a dogma to what he's saying, is we have Amalek, right? Amalek is the Shoirish of the Ra in the Bria, correct? Who is the father of Amalek? Anybody know? Eliphaz. Eliphaz with the grandpa. Eliphaz, the father of Amalek. Eliphaz is the son of Esav. Eliphaz was Esav's best kid. He was a student of Yaakov Avinu. So how can it be from Esav's best kid came out the worst guy? The Territ says Eliphaz learned Torah. But he learned Torah without Yirah. He learned Torah, it was poison berries. Poison berries creates a worse Russia. Because Torah builds the Koychus HaNefesh it builds it. So he had bad stuff in there. So, but I also have bad stuff, so I can't learn Torah now. Well, I won't be doing it. I'm such a tzaddik. I have such a... No. The answer is, again, let's get the cash. I want to bring out the cash again. The Goyers say, if you have good stuff in you, and then you learn Torah, you become great. Become a, a giant. But if you have bad stuff in you, if you're going to learn Torah, you're going to become a monster. Good? Question. We have to understand what the guy is saying. Two questions. First of all, Torah is supposed to change you. Everybody starts off with bad stuff in them. You know? Who's starting off as a big tzaddik? Torah is supposed to change you, right? And then me and you, I mean, I can speak for me. You know, I got bad this too. So how am I going to go to Torah and not become a worse guy, you know? And the answer is the Goyen himself is saying the answer. He brings down a Chazal about Beis HaKisei and he explains it in a Kabbalistic way. Just like when you go to the Beis HaKisei, you let out your waste, right? So there's a Beis HaKisei, means before you learn Torah, you say, I don't really want to be that guy and I want to change. That's called Yerushalayim. I put Yerushalayim and then I approach Torah. Then the Torah will build me. But if I have no interest in change, and I have no interest in growth. I just want to enjoy the mental gymnastics of Torah. Or I want to be, you know, because that's the thing, you know, or that's what the Elam's doing, right? I don't want to really grow from it. I don't want to change from my learning. I want to be the same guy. That's when it's a problem. It doesn't mean that you have to be a perfect person when you learn Torah. It means you have to have the right mindset when you go into Torah. And that's what the Derech Hashem is saying. You have to go with the right mindset to Torah. So there's outward activity that shows that you have the right mindset. And then there's the inner mindset. There's the actual inner mindset you have to set to, to, to approach Torah. So on a practical level for us, we're not holding on big levels of Yerushalayim. However, we could hold at a small level. I'm coming into this sugya to learn something, to grow from it, to become knowledgeable from it. To be able to be mekayim to mitzvahs properly. It's a way that Hashem is going to attach to me. I have some hachnoah to the learning. By coming with some uh, positive mindset, and I'm willing to show in an outward way that it's not just a regular mental gymnastics, a place to socialize, something to hang out with the boys, and this is what we're doing. I, I have to show that in my activity in some way, in my outward activity in some way. It's not a place for chilling or whatever it may be. 
then we already will Makayim, what we say, you approach Torah with Yira. Good? Then he says like this. Vatnaya Shani, the second condition that's needed in order for the Torah to actually work is Kihine, Mishi Yetzel Hamshik Hashba'a, Raush Yehu Hagun Umuchan Lameshicha. He has to be prepared and ready to grow. If he makes himself impure by sinning, and he makes himself far from his creator, it says in the Pasuk, and God says to the Russia, what are you talking my Torah for? Get your hands off my Torah. Okay? Now this is, again, we have to get this clear. Obviously there's a tremendous amount of levels. There's this, there's a, it's well known that the Tzoyis HaChoshim, we all know, we learn them all the time, right? Tzoyis was an extremely holy human being. There's a story with the Tzoyis HaChoshim. I got to tell you this story. Fascinating story. Tzoyis HaChoshim's body was so holy that when he was an old man and he didn't have a lot of kochot, at that time he had a shamosh. He had a kid or a bachar or a man who used to take care of him. He used to dress him, right? One day he's putting on his socks of the Ktsoy Sachosh. And the Ktsoy Sachosh started to scream. He had no strength, but every ounce of strength he had started to scream. And he said, Tzishtech. You know what Tzishtech means, Saida? We only know Arabic. Tzishtech means it's, 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 like, um, it's like you're taking a knife, a needle, and plugging it into his toe. And the guy thought maybe there's like some, uh, you know, the olden days, the socks weren't made so good. So there would be like a piece of wool, you know, like a pointy sticking out. He checked the sock. He turned it over. Hakolayab said that. But every time he attempted to put the sock on the Ktsoy Sakhoshin, the Ktsoy Sakhoshin was flipping out. So the guy thought maybe there's shotness in the sock. And he took it to the shotness laboratory and behold, there was shotness in the sock. That means the Tzayzachayim body was so holy it rejected shatnes. By us, you wear shatnes a gurnish shatn. You know what gurnish shatn means? We wouldn't know the difference. Our tefillah would be the same. The Tzayzachayim body rejected holy man, right? And it's known that the Tzayzachayim before he opened the Gemara to learn, he did what Rav Chaim Velashna said. And the guy said to do tshuva and to put Yerushalayim himself. And he used to scream out this pasuk, meaning he was afraid that he was a Russia. Obviously, that's a great man, you know? Always making sure that he's up to par and perfection. But for us, on a practical level, we are not considered Rishayim because most of our Averas are coming from our lack of knowledge, from hashpah. We're not bad people, okay? But what's the game changer between if we call you a Russia or not a Russia? The game changer is, do we want to change? 
That's the key. So Tikal HaMaisa means we are on a program of changing. It doesn't mean that you're a perfect person. Perfect people don't have to learn Torah. You have to be on the program of changing. That's the idea. So even though when you're reading Derech Hashem, Derech Hashem is talking on very high levels. He's talking about big people. He's talking about people that have when they, they tremble. Right? Just like the Gemara says, when you learn Torah, you have to tremble like they trembled in Maimon Arsina. Just like the Torah was given the Koilos of Brokim and it was scary. So too, when you approach Torah, you have to approach Torah like you're getting Torah from Sinai, you have to tremble. You understand? So that's a high level. To be a person that has no shaykhist achatoyim, you're following the Torah exactly what you're supposed to do, that you're not a little rasha, 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 that's a high level. But Torah was given to us too, even though we're not there. Torah was given to us too. And we have a certain relationship with Torah. And because we have that relationship with Torah, we're not called Rishoyim. That was Reb Chaim. That was um, Reb Yaakov Kalinsky. went to Reb Chaim Kalievsky and he told him, the, it says by Noach, that Hashem told Noach to bring the holy animals, Shnayim Ishvi Ishto. Right? A female and a male. So it says in the Pasuk, Ishvi Ishto. Now there's no man and wife in the animals. They mate with a female, but there's no man and wife. Right? So why does it say Shnayim Ishvi Ishto? So he quoted Chazal, and the Chazal say, because in the time of Noah, there was a tremendous amount of corruption. Different animals went out of its type. So these animals that stayed faithful to its men, is, Hashem gave it kavod, ishvi ishto. So Yaakov Galinsky wanted a taina. He says, even though we're supposed to be married to the Torah, and not have any other interests besides Torah, that's the way we're supposed to be. That's called a person who's not Rosh Hashanah, but we have other interests, we like basketball, sports, steaks and french fries, we have other passions. We're not only married to the Torah. Chaim, he said to Rabbi Chaim, but today, that the world is so corrupt, that if we at least are staying in yeshiva, and we're trying to learn, then we're considered like we're married to the Torah. Rabbi Chaim was masculine. So we have this. We can have shaykhs to this Derech Hashem. But that's the nekudah that you need to connect to the hashpah of the Torah. Stop it.